Hey everyone, I'm Veronica Roshek, and I'm your host of the Amplify Iowa podcast. This is a place to hear the stories of our favorite, some of the fastest growing, and some super unique local businesses directly from their leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go ahead and get started. Today I am at Project 7, which is also known as P7, in the East Village area in Des Moines. If you have ever seen their beautiful little mural outside that says kind is cool, one of the exterior walls of where Project 7 is, I have here with me Catherine Hutchison and Bridget Drendel. They're the co-owners of Project 7, and Project 7 is a full-service design studio where they take really an initial concept strategy to a final execution to develop a meaningful brand experience for small businesses or any business really. Um, And then that also includes brand identity, print, website design, digital marketing, uh, social media gets wrapped in there. And really thank you so much both for taking the time out of your day to be a part of this. Thank you, Veronica. It's good seeing you. If you could just tell us how you got started. Oh, Kat always tells the story the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So Bridget and I have known each other for a really long time. Yeah. Um, She was the designer at the first design internship that I had back in 2007, 2008. Um, And so we've worked together. That's how we formed our initial friendship was working together. And so from there, we both kind of hopped around to different, you know, smaller studios, large agencies um, in and around Des Moines, and eventually linked back up at a time where we were both teaching part-time, doing, I was doing art and teaching after-school arts in part-time, and then also freelancing. And Bridget was also freelancing, um, teaching a little more than I was, and we started connecting at coffee shops and just chatting about projects and realizing that it's really hard to design by yourself. Sure. Needing feedback from that other person. You know, something looks weird. I don't know what it is. Help (laughs) me. And so we helped each other on a lot of stuff. And then we decided to go after a few um, requests for proposals for bigger companies. And we ended up getting one that was pretty pretty big for us. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just without having a business in place, just two freelancers going after it. And then um, we actually, this is so silly, that project actually really required us to have a printer on hand because it was a larger publication that needed to be printed out when we were working through design. You got to review print and print. And so we actually um, needed to lease a printer. Hmm. And so, but the printer company required that you have a commercial lease. And so we rented a space and started a business. That's great. Yeah. So yeah. that was 2007. So there's a true need. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's really like how it started was just kind of that's things fell it. randomly <laughs> right. into place. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I've heard Bridget anyway tell me before is that you guys kind of like are two halves of the same brain because <laughs> you're very different in the design. Can you like explain that a little bit more? Like how do each of you fit together in this partnership? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're like a yin and yang. So yeah. Kat and I are both wired at our core just to be like empaths who love people and design. And then we're opposites. Kat has uh, an eagle eye where she can spot anything that's wrong on anything. And I will never spot those words or things like that. 
Um, I like to leap and be really uncomfortable, and Kat just comes along <laughs> happily. Um, and so, you know, we support each other really well. Yeah. Um, we can read each other really well, um, and we're opposite but the same. That yeah, makes any sense it, at all. it does. Yes, you're very, very creative people, but still have very different personalities or strengths. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's super interesting. Tell us a little bit more about why Project 7. How did you come up with your own brand before creating brand experiences for others? When you're a design firm, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, designing your own wedding invite. If you're yeah. a graphic designer, it's hard. Yeah. So we started out really with a logo being really clean and just sharp and crisp and not very um, embellished because we, you know, like, you know, we're the starting, you know, place for many other brands to start. But as our company has grown and as our business has grown, um, like all brands, there's like another evolution of who you are. So, yeah. you know, like a lot of times you start out here and then as you discover who you are and you discover what you're about and your culture, you know, those things add. So, so Peace to Heaven was uh, and is a very, you know, clean logo, but we have um, a lot of personality with our staff, a lot of personality with us. And so our murals and these other kind of, you know, um, our motto is do good things. Like if you notice out, like on our yeah. wall, we have a big thing. So, um, you know, the brand has kind of, you know, grown as we've, like I said, like as we've grown and, you know, the culture has formed. Yeah, it's very clean, but yeah, you definitely have just, well, the space and then the website and everything, you have kind of that like quirky, very creative yeah. feel that still flows together with the, the cleanness, I guess, yeah. is a really good way to describe that. I think it's just genuine to who we are and authentic, yeah. um, which comes easy when you are creative and like creative things. It's true. Yeah. So from 2017 to now, really not too long of a period of time, you have grown quite a bit. Uh, in addition to the two of you, who else is part of your business at this point? Our team has grown over the last few years. Yeah. We have, um, we actually like to say that we're powered 50% by Megan's. We have <laughs> project manager Megan who handles all of our calendars. She makes sure that we're all getting things done, herding the cats, so to speak. And then we have um, designer Megan, she, Megan Baltus. She uh, is a designer by title. She also does a ton of social media. She's super just curious and loves to like find weird things on TikToks and educate, educates <laughs> us on you know new stuff that's happening. And she also is great at animation. And then we have writer slash web developer, Megan. She um, is what we say there. She does all the writing. She's, she has a good eagle eye for words. She's creative. She's, she's our writer, Megan. And then we have two people not ma named Megan. We have Anna Lemons. She's mm -hmm. um, our lead designer. She's super detailed, um, has helped us elevate our business and put a lot of structures in place, which has been really nice. And then Jessica, um, is another designer, super talented illustrator. She, we just like anything she can draw. It's yeah, amazing it's um, beyond, and many other talents included, but those are kind of the highlights of, of the team. And then that would be uh, missed to mention Justin Rogers. He's been with us from the very, very, very beginning. He, um, photographer, and then he's our, he's our smart web developer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He does all the tricky web developer stuff we can't figure out. Um, That's good to have. Wonderful for us <laughs> in our business. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like a very fun group and a cat sometimes, right? Yes, we yeah. had uh, the foster cat actually got adopted oh. by writer Megan. Oh, so gosh. he lives with Megan now. Oh, so. that's nice. Yeah, yes. we don't have any he has cats. He a permanent home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, the pandemic times, he was yes. roaming the office alone. He needed, that's true. He needed a full-time yeah. home. Yeah, and My he's goodness. really spoiled and happy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on the side of my uh, other full-time business, we had the privilege and really fun experience of getting to go through doing the branding process here. And it was incredibly fun and completely outside of what my brain is capable of developing (laughs) on its own, which is what made it so cool. But in addition to that and going through that process, and I remember all of us like coming out of that experience and being like really energized, like this is super cool. Like now we're going to be able to do all these, you know, new things or different ideas that then come from when you do that. And so something that we've talked about too is like, gosh, you've got to work with some really cool businesses. Do you have certain like favorite projects or different things that you really, really enjoy working on each of you? I'm sure they're different. Yeah, I feel I feel bad picking a favorite because I love I them all. It's like children, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want to leave anyone yeah. out. <laughs> um, but I think I'd, I I'd be missed to mention uh, if I didn't mention our friends in Marshalltown. They own three businesses. One being Zeno's Pizza, which has been around for 50 years. We've helped them with a bunch of branding, mural murals, staff T-shirts, menu design, all that kind of stuff. Recently, they're embarking on a frozen pizza venture, which is really exciting. Oh, so yeah. um, that's been fun. But they also own another business called Wayward Social, which is a bowling alley <gasps> slash everything you'd ever want in a event space. Um, and that was a really fun project from, you know, naming to logo to website to the graphics at the end of the bowling alley. They're cl- I can't remember they're called, but those graphics that you see at the end of the bowling yeah, alley. I can't um, think either. I can't remember. I used to know. Me too. Masking unit. That's it. That's what they're called. <laughs> um, <laughs> but murals inside, um, just all the bits and pieces. And I just, I think I really love a project where like we get to be involved in all the things. Mm-hmm. Like for that one, we even helped pick out carpet in some places <sighs> or does this chair look good in this dining room? Like I just... I really love when you get to like really be like just deep in. Plus, those are some of my closest friends own that bit, those businesses. So, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think it's the relationship for me on that one that just really yeah. is really special. Yeah, that makes sense that the relationship would mm-hmm. make it a lot deeper too. That does sound fun. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I love, um, I love the, the new business owner when they come in and they are really excited about what they're going to do and then we can help them figure out how they're really going to do, not really do it, but like how they're going to show that they're doing those things mm-hmm. or figure out their website and their brand. And um, and then as they, you know, grow, we've had a lot of, you know, brands that started when we started. And so we've all like, you know, grown together. And sure, that's been yeah. really fun to share. Like, how do you do, like, you know, how are you doing this? How are you, so, um, you know, clients become uh like your friends and become you know just people that you're you know working with together and that's kind of great that makes sense and really you get to help them yeah tell their story and figure out what that story is (laughs) and so that's how to sell their mm -hmm. service yeah Yeah, how to how to create that whole experience for whoever's going to then see that business and going to interact with them what is then on the other side of that maybe like what is something when you got into this as business owners and grew this into more of like a full-scale service model that 
either you didn't expect or Mm -hmm. that you've had maybe even like fallen into um, within the realm of what you do now? I I would, off the top of my head, I can say, no, you're wrong. I'm sure it's the same. Um, (laughs) But one thing that we've gotten really good at that I never thought we would was like the search engine marketing and search engine optimization, which is absolutely necessary when building a digital marketing plan or a website. And so, uh, you know, 2017, it was the two of us, and we had no no intention of that yeah. being something that was really important to our customers and to what we did um, and in our work. So I think that's been surprising to me, like yeah. how we've kind of aced that service. And yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because it's it's marketing and it's creative, but it's creative on a whole different level. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then from there, and this may like piggyback off of that because it was another thought that I had just specific to your business would be that um, obviously during this past year and COVID and everything, there's been just tons of changes for businesses. Um, Surely your own too, but for those that you're working with, have there been any really uh, creative ideas that you've got to see or help create for other businesses as they are adapting to this environment? Um, well, we had an alcohol client that switched to hand sanitizer. Oh, so that yeah. was, I mean, we, we had no part in that except making labels. <laughs> so that is still really, it yeah. was still fun to see like, oh, of course those things would be together. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of clients who wanted to form more personal relationships with their clients. Sure. And so we started doing these like client boxes or like um, client appreciation boxes. Mm-hmm. So so companies would say like, I really want to send my top 50 clients like just a box to let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we got to come up with, you know, the concepts and all the stuff that goes inside it and then write little fun kind of narratives and whimsy I love whimsy and wacky, yeah. punny stuff to go with it. And so so those have been really like a fun way. And a few of them have got really nice reactions from their clients. And so that's been a really nice relationship building tool, um, especially. Um, and then we've done lots and lots of websites because all of a sudden people became hyper aware of their oh, I'm you know, sure. digital yeah. look. All of a sudden it's digital. even more important. <laughs> yeah. So that's been fun. Yeah. I think you nailed all that. Like, yeah, bringing the barbershop online. Oh, yeah. They were very like keep our website super minimal we don't want to sell online or we want to be small town barbershop and then it got physically shut down and there was still an opportunity to sell product and so I don't think that that was ever anything they ever wanted to do um but COVID made them pivot and yeah it worked out well so I think some companies that never really needed or thought they needed an online presence um needed needed to maybe make some adjustments Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting. That's very cool. Through all of that, then like somebody maybe starting brand new or that uh, is going to take it to the next level in some version of their own business, yeah. especially in today's environment. And you're sitting down with maybe this person for the first time. What's something that regardless of what their business is, that they should be thinking about as they're either just starting their brand or trying to find a way to elevate it? Mm-hmm. I feel like being very, very clear yeah. on what you offer. That is something that people struggle with. You know, they mm-hmm. like they offer either so many things that sure. the user's like, I, 
is it taco? I don't, mm. is it ice cream? I don't know what it is. Um, there's nothing wrong with selling tacos and ice cream. Sounds great. But you need to really be clear mm-hmm. about that on your, like on your, like on your website, on your elevator pitch, on your, on your marketing stuff. So um, I think that's something that um, is for, you know, starting out businesses and even existing businesses. But when you're really clear about what you do, it helps your audience know if you're for them or you know, what you offer and if you have anything like, you know, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And it's something that's so simple, yet we all struggle with it because you yes. want to do so much more, right? Mm-hmm. Or And you can do so much more, but trying to really hone in on that. Yeah. Yeah, to deliver that. That's good. <laughs> Your brand here and your message of uh do good things that's also uh very fun and kind of quirky but also very simple <laughs> tell like how how did that become a thing cat this is cat's story this is all hers oh. there's just certain ones that cat tells the very best oh my goodness. I, I think we're, they're gonna find a theme that it's all just happens to answer first open p7 we had our office in beaverdale okay and so like you do in a good neighborhood you buy you join the the local chambers and the commerces and the yes. business things and yeah. so we were a part of the beaverdale business neighborhood i don't know association i think is what it was and every september there's beaverdale fall festival which is the best thing ever and we got yeah. a flyer in the mail and that day bridget's kids happened to be in the office and on this flyer <laughs> Since we were already in the chamber or, or had a membership, we had we were entitled a free float in the Beaverdale parade, and so Bridget's kids were like, "Absolutely, we're marching in the parade. We got it. This is so fun." So I was like, "Okay, I mean, you can't." And Cat said kids. yes. Yeah. No, that Cat said yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's like, a oh. big undertaking. <laughs> right. And so we're sitting around the office trying to figure out, like, okay, so what are we? We're a design studio. We do logos. We do marketing. We do all these things. What are we going to do in a parade? And so we were joking. Like, we would chant, like, we'll design your logo, like, in a parade. And that just felt <laughs> silly. And so, essentially, we were just talking. We're like, what's the message we'd want to send everybody if we're just going to march out there? And originally, I think I said, like, don't be an asshole. And we're like, we can't put that on a banner. It's <laughs> a parade that says don't be an asshole. So I, I don't know how it came to be. But yeah. at some point, we're like, let's just have it say do good things. Like, just do good things. It's that simple. And so we made a big banner um, and marched in a parade and handed out like little buttons yeah. to people sitting on the side streets that said do good things. Mm-hmm. And that's that's yeah. where it started. So That's great. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah. fun. But it's such a good, I mean, it's even though it's simple, it's no one else's message, right? And mm-hmm. so it's still, it's something different and it catches your eye, I think, mm-hmm. and makes people like think into yeah. deeper all and I think, that. too, like, we don't feel an ownership on the phrase at all. We yeah, feel like it's yeah. for everyone, and it is inclusive, and we're happy if anyone uses it in any way they want to. Um, it's not just ours. Sure. Just, yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. you should do it. Mm-hmm. Do good things. Do good things. Yeah. <laughs> so to take that deeper, um, what sorts of things do you do in the community oh, as, yeah. a, as a, a brand or a company as a whole? What That's are you? a whole bunch. Yeah. I mean, Kat and I both sit on a few boards. Um, yeah. So we we do those. Um, I sit on the DMAC board and then the Dental Connections board. Um, and so we you know we volunteer out time there. We 
are both super passionate about the Irish Center for Economic Success. Oh, yeah. So they do incredible work over there. You know, we volunteer whenever they ask us because we feel very passionately about the organization. Last year we had Capital City Pride um, as like our our big pro bono client for the year. So we donated um, many hours to their social media marketing in 20, I guess that was 2019. Good grief. (laughs) Um, And then uh, there's also the after school arts program, ASAP. We... I'm the I'm a, I used to be a teaching artist um, okay. with that program, and then I was on the board, and now I'm vice president. But that, I'm really passionate about what they do and their mission, and so Project Seven has gotten involved. Through we did a T-shirt sale through the summer with the Do Good Things motto on it, yeah, um, with some keychains, and we were able to donate like I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars to ASAP through the T-shirt sale profits, which was really awesome. Um, but then we also help them like with website updates and yeah. you know, little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, we were approached by um, an organization called Hope for Children Ethiopia, and they needed um, a website because theirs essentially had gotten hacked and had unsavory content on it. And so oh, they no. came to us kind of in a panic. <laughs> yeah. And then we looked at it and we're like, oh gosh, everything here, like, this just doesn't look like an organization. Like, if the goal is to have people outside of the country donate. It, it doesn't look safe and secure. And so anyway, went down the whole, we did the whole branding process with them. And then I actually ended up going to Ethiopia for a week and wow. meeting um, the people that ran this yeah. wonderful program that basically helps um, young yeah. children get out of slavery, which is um, pretty intense. I saw a lot, of <laughs> yeah. a lot of things in real life. But yeah, I just think any opportunity we have to share our gifts and talents, we, we try to do as much as we can. Um, we have a lot of clients too, paying clients that are nonprofits, um, and so I think helping in that way too has become a thing yeah. too. And everyone that works here, everyone that works here is like that. We just have yeah. like a, a team that loves to give, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that makes it more fun too. Yeah, that makes it a really positive environment <laughs> to be sitting in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that authenticity through that just speaks volumes and that then people see that and that can create a ripple effect too surely um in all aspects so it's really cool going to ethiopia to help uh, Mm -hmm. getting to like really experience Mm -hmm. it is really cool too um and as you're talking through all of that too it makes me think back to you know when my own group was going through this process and you guys come up with all of these names. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like to name a business originally? Because oh. that seemed like such, that was such a mind-blowing thing for me initially. The, oh, like yeah. how you do that. Oh gosh, it was fun. <laughs> we, we love, we've named a couple businesses now. We, Quite a few, and products. Yeah, yeah. and products. Yeah. yeah, we love it. So, it, I mean, it takes a long time. Which, yeah. is, which is fun. So we um, we have a big brainstorming, um, like behind you, obviously no one can see this, but there's a big whiteboard yeah. and we land up all in this room writing and noodling and laughing and mm-hmm. figuring out, you know, just kind of rolling with it. And then we take, you know, we leave it up on the board for a while and then we come back and we choose, you know, like a few out of there and we kind of wind it down from there. I mean, it's just, I don't know that any process has been exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But eventually we're left with, I don't know how many, usually like six or so. And we have the pros and cons of each name. And, mm-hmm. and then it works. <laughs> yeah. And then they get to figure out what to actually pick and go forward from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And then from that, is it, um, what would be harder? Is it naming doing that the first time, like fresh oh. or, uh, rebranding? It really depends on the client and what, you know, their vibe and what their, like what their business is. Mm. We're going through a rebrand now. I think people take longer to decide when they're rebranding in general. Yeah, because they have feelings. Because they have to like let go of their old thing and accept a new one. So not that it's harder. I I don't think... Yeah, um, it's just different. It is different. I think like, yeah, because especially when you're working with um, more than one stakeholder. So there's a difference when, you know, the business is owned by one individual. Sure. And then yeah. One where there's, you know, seven principles, you know, deciding and agreeing and working through a change or a new brand or a rebrand usually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little, it's just different. I don't know. And that's, I think that's what we like about it is that it's yeah. different every time. It's never the same. Um, yeah. I think that's what keeps it fun and interesting and. Yeah. A nice challenge. Yeah, yeah, that would be. So one last question for you, and that is, uh, what is a best piece of advice that you have either received or that you would give to someone in a situation of being someone that's just starting a business or is newer in that journey? Mm-hmm. This is a cat one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bridget and I met <clears throat> with this woman, Jan, gosh, back in 2017. We were trying to figure out a business decision. And it, when it comes to pricing, this, she gave us such good advice and I've, I've, this is good advice I've been given and it's been advice that I've given to others, especially younger or new to freelance um, business. But essentially when you're pricing your work, there's three things. And I still have this on a postcard, a post-it on my uh, desk today. So it's want, afford, fair. So if it works for both sides of the party, you'll be good to go. So as long as you both want what what is being offered you can both afford it and it's fair so Mm -hmm. um sometimes when especially when you're pricing creative it's it's hard it's really tricky to put um a dollar sign to that and so just anytime we have an estimate i look at it um before it gets sent out or something we just kind of use those three little buckets to make sure that it aligns with that and it's it's served us really well so that is really good. Yeah. I love that because a lot of that is something that a lot of people also struggle with, mm-hmm. I think, is like trying to value they try to value like their worth or what yes. they think people will pay instead of um so I do, I really like that. Those yeah. three little words. So <laughs> perfect. Thank you so much for um sharing that and all about your story and how you've gotten here, about really everything that Project Seven's all about. I really appreciate what you're doing for the community and uh, for taking the time today. Thanks, Veronica. Thank you for listening to the Amplify Iowa podcast. If you enjoy these stories, please leave us a review, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and follow Amplify Iowa on social media. A-M-P-L-I-F-I-A. Amplify Iowa. Small businesses doing big things.